I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and there's a serial killer on the loose who's super into those face-swapping apps. I'm David Knight, <laughs> your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by these memorable faces of my cast. Say hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. A man has no face. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny because obviously everyone at home can't see you. Unless you go to our social media. Oh my gosh, you should totally check that out. Oh, you totally should go to our social oh, media. Shit. Yeah. And um, whilst you're checking that out, um, I'll cue the theme tune, shall I? Let's, Let's do it! it. Yeah. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price, then chance of success will rest upon the dice. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is no small rolls. So Outside the garrison of Rost Hall, you were approached by a member of the Hex, Jerick, turning down his offer to help resolve the issue of the cursed pipe. He left you alone, but mentioned that if you changed your mind, he could be found at the wise man's nook. After speaking with the garrison guard and learning that the faceless footman was due to be executed the following day, Gwendolyn poshed her way into taking rooms at the absent Lord Rostall's manor. Arcanist Klain Eovet was also staying at the Red House, having apprehended the shape-shifting serial killer, and you shared some polite conversation with him 
until it was confirmed that he was scanning through your thoughts. As he delved deeper into Gwendolyn's mind, you all made your excuses and retired for the evening. The following morning, you returned to the garrison to explore the library there before the execution was due to take place. Your research into the founding of the Arcanist's Consortium was not entirely enlightening, and as Juno and Gaius sat reading poetry, they watched Gwendolyn pass by, dressed in librarian's robes. That's where we pick it up. Juna, 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 that guy. Look at that guy over there. I mean that girl. I mean that guy, that girl. That one over there. We need we need to we need to stop them right now, right? Yeah, absolutely, but uh what, just us you you and me? Uh ha- can can we see anyone else? Uh at this point, in no. The- yeah, where you're you're both sat in the uh, the poetry nook, aren't you? In one corner reading I think I've marked down reading naughty poetry to each other. I don't know if that's <laughs> what you said or if that's what I've imagined. <laughs> Yeah, I think they just said poetry, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm not against it. I don't know. I just get the impression that the two of them, if they were going to read poetry, <laughs> they'd find the naughty ones. Um, but yeah, but where you are, um, sort of it leads out into just shelves. And so whilst you've seen Gwendolyn walk past, you can't see anyone else. Okay. We follow them. We stop them. We uh, okay. he sort of starts kind of like following them. Okay, he starts like shuffling pages and then realises he should put, he just should crack on and just leaves the books as they are and follows Juna quickly. Cool. As you uh, sort of step on out, you just see like the wisp of a librarian's robe go around a different corner behind a different set of shelves. Okay, Juno, you go that way. Um, I'll go around and try and cut him off. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask a, a really stupid question that I should know? Mm-hmm. Ruan is with me, right? Yes, I believe so. I, I think Juna's gonna just sort of look at Ruana and telepathically say, can you go and get the others to come here in as much as a mouse is able to communicate that with human people. Yeah, absolutely. But it's the best she can do. <laughs> So yeah, she sort of like, yeah, squeaks, jumps down and scurries off down a different row of shelves. Juna and uh, Gaius, can you both make <gasps> investigation checks, please? Okay. Gosh, you scared me with that gas. I know, I was like, I was like it's, it's Juna and Guy again. They're going to arrive and they're just going to be dead again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, doll, dice being rolled. Yes! Um, that's gonna be 19 Seven Seven Okay so Juna is your sort of Yeah like you've stopped to speak to To Ruana and send her off mm. in one direction By the time you get round the corner You can't see any other librarians You can't see any other uh, people looking around the books It's just sort of empty shelves as you go down Guys because you've darted off like round the other way You do just catch sight of of This other Gwendolyn Again moving towards the entrance Of the entire library And keeping a a little bit of a distance Sort of follow along Sort of a row away And watch as this person gets to the the doorway And starts speaking to the guard there Guy is just going to sprint as fast as he can And then shout Mm -hmm. Juna And then he will turn it into a lovely melody And go Juna, Juna And with that he will cast Hold Person As that melody uh, riffs through the air Into the person's ears Amazing Uh, What's the save they need to make? So the save they need to make is a wisdom save against my DC of a 13. I rolled an 18. Oh, son of a... Oh, oh my God, that was going to be so beautiful. Hearing your voice, you see Gwendolyn's face turn and look at you, like big frown on it, um, suddenly pulls a knife out from <gasps> underneath the robes <gasps> and just slashes the guard across the eyes. As, as she starts running away, you just see, like, even, like, as you start giving chase, like, a little bit of shifting happening, and they, they're they dropping in size. Obviously, Gwendolyn's quite tall. By the time you get to the guard, blood sort of pouring down across his, his face, like, down his cheeks, um, you can just see a, a small uh, drow turn around and look at you instead in the same librarian's robes and dart out into the courtyard. Ah, uh, shoot, do I have a line of sight on them? Uh, not quite. Ooh. 
Um, okay, uh, they've gone through like a back door, right? Uh, through the uh, so the entrance corridor is essentially what they've come in, and they've just gone out into the courtyard where their planned execution is <laughs> taking place. Okay, um, I'm just gonna yell to uh, I'm gonna yell the house down in a library. That would be horrible. But of course, guy doesn't give a shit right now. He's just gonna scream. Guys, there's the murderer. He's outside. He's trying to get away. <laughs> <laughs> Roll, run through the door as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gwendolyn, as you're sort of going through the books that you've just been passed and giving, uh, reading a little bit, a small mouse scurries up. For a brief moment, you think, oh, it's a mouse! <laughs> and then realise that, oh, actually, no, you know this one. Yeah, Juno, what is, how does Rowana try to communicate with Gwendolyn? I think it's very uh, the Disney version of Cinderella. It's sort of like, <laughs> Rowana can't speak to, to anyone other than Juno. But I think, like, she sort of, like, sits up on... <laughs> hind legs and like with her paw does a little like come with me <laughs> gesture and then like just sort of like chews a tiny part of Gwen's clothes and sort of pulls it with her head and then like runs off and sort of looks back excellent what's that Rowana you want me to come with you okay <laughs> there's a kid down the well <laughs> yeah and as you're as you're sort of making your way Gwendolyn you're, you're getting a little bit closer towards where Rowana's leading you everybody in the library suddenly hears Gaius shouting from the doorway. Hmm? Am I near Guy? Am I sort of hot on his tails? Yeah, Juno, I'd say, yeah, you and Gwendolyn probably get over there at roughly the same kind of time. And then Orin and Kidu, obviously, you were both off doing your own research, probably deeper mm. in the library. So you're much further back okay. uh, when you hear this. I'm, I'm assuming that everybody just starts running over that way? Yeah, run, run, for run, sure. Run, run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Orin's researching. He won't be disturbed. <laughs> Very busy. Am I, am I running next to Gwen? Uh, yeah, by the time you sort of reach cool. the doorway, you and Gwendolyn have met up again. In that case, I'm sort of running and I'm going to cast message with a point over my head that says to Gwen, the murderer looked like you, just so that she knows that. Oh, that's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go get them. Gaius, so you're down the front. You've shouted to everyone. You can just see glimpses of of your party coming through the through the shelves mm-hmm. toward where you are. So you're like, great, everyone's got the message. I've got a I've got a plow on. What do you do? Um, I'm trying to as I'm trying to find them. I'm trying to like, can I still see them at all? Uh, yeah. So if you run down the corridor and look out into the court courtyard, make a perception check to sort of spot them in the ground. Oh shoot! I rolled a six, and with my perception, that's going to be a four added to it. So you can make ten. Uh, it's tricky. Like there are, there's a little bit of movement in the crowd that like you, you're trying to keep track of, but there's also clearly other librarians out there. So for a brief moment, you think, oh, maybe that's them. But then, like they're clearly having a very nice conversation with someone. So you're like, that's no, okay. You're looking for someone a little bit more panicked. Uh, so you, as you're scanning, you do catch the sight of this this drow in librarian's clothes uh, over by the guards at the entrance to the courtyard, and she is panically pointing back toward the library. And like chatting to them and in a panicked way and you can see that a few of them have like grabbed swords one of them starts going off to sound an alarm oh, um, and two or three of them start heading over toward where you are guys oh shit have they got eyes on me at the moment uh, they're looking at you uh, mostly because you're at the library entrance so you're not sure whether or not that means they are coming for you directly or whether or not it's just that you're stood in the way but there was very much pointing at where you are and now they're moving towards you okay um, imagine there's like a large press of people about five feet away from me yeah yeah so i will dart into the crowd as as quickly as i can without like knocking into people and then when i'm out of their eyesight i'm gonna try and cast (laughs) um disguise self and Ah. cast myself as the um 
member of the uh, that investigating knob, the other guy, Eovet. E- 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 oh, the arcanist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the, the arcanist. Yeah. I will. I will cast myself as him, so I look like him, but obviously in like my um, bardic robes. <laughs> Here's a quick question: Do you do that in the middle of the crowd? Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. <gasps> I'm, I'm, I'm offering it. I'm offering you to take it back, but like any other DM would have just let you do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Whether or not you're going like running to like a, a small alcove out of the way in the courtyard, or whether or not you're literally diving into the crowd to do it. With a roll of d6, because I think I've already said it, and I want to give myself a chance. So if I go higher than a four and five, higher than a six, yeah, yeah, four, five, six. That means I'm committing to it no matter what. I'm not committing to it. Thank God I rolled a two. Good, good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Do I start running crowd control? Uh. (laughs) Okay, so guy literally, like, goes in, starts to hum a tune, and then freezes and goes, oh, my God, as, like, a a chilling touch fills the back of his neck as he realises the implications of what he was about to do. Decides in the end just to be like, the faceless person, he's over there. He's assumed a new identity. Quick, stop him, I say. Ho! (laughs) Um, As the guards are approaching, and, like, and the crowd as well are starting to, like... Hear, like see the commotion especially those near you and hear your words they turn like half the half the people in the vicinity like turn to where you're pointing and watch as this drow like runs out of the entrance of the garrison out into the street half the guards are like do we keep approaching uh like what w- w- the p- look at the person shouting rather than like what they're shouting about the the viewpoint is incredibly subtly split but immediately around you guys there is a slight panic of, of people. Everybody else, you've probably reached the uh, the entrance of the library, um, and this guard is like writhing around, clutching his face. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, and he's still, okay, well, no, okay, but if I see the guards bleeding everywhere, I'm gonna pull out the bees and um, mm-hmm. uh, set them to work. <laughs> to see if they can do something about his pretty slashed up face. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to run ahead and see if I can catch up to Guy because he's obviously not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah, Juna is running as fast as her little legs will carry her. Orin, look after the guards, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, yep. Gwendolyn doesn't know what to do. She's standing near Orin and looking and not knowing which she should go or she doesn't know. She's just stuck. Cool. Uh, and Kido and Juno, then you probably get to the like down the corridor, out into the courtyard, as Gaius is like shouting again, pointing at the faceless footman disappearing out into the street, and like, you're just noticing this panic. A couple of guards come up to the two of you, push past you mm-hmm. to see Orin and Gwendolyn healing the uh, or like stood at the other guard. Orin, how, how much have you healed? Uh, Eleven hit points. Oh yeah, that's more than enough. As they uh, sort of like he like little bees get to work on his face, and he's like like half wiping them away, like half like trying to get to the blood, but like realizing. No, no. It's working. As he like just blinks, the first thing he catches sight of is Gwendolyn. (gasps) Oh no! And so he draws his sword. The other two guards that are just approaching down the corridor as well, like I've got swords out. They're like, back down, step down. Gwendolyn's like putting her hands up in the air. Like I I haven't done anything. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. What? What wasn't you? I don't know. They're looking at me like I've done something. I haven't done anything. So he's backing up. It's like she she slashed me in the face with a knife. Uh, no, uh, my friend Juna. My my friend Juna told me that the the, the faceless footman. They, they pretended to be me. They they're wearing like they were wearing librarian clothes. Down, down on the down on the ground. Face face first. Down on the ground. Face first. Uh, uh, yes yes. Hands hands on the floor. Face first. Down you go. The, like sort of the three guards like approach. One of them pushes you out of the way, Orin, and like one of them just like like leans down, holds holds Gwendolyn's hands to the floor as well. Uh, another one like sits on her legs, and like they're just sort of sat there waiting. Whilst off in a distance, you can hear like a bell starting to ring as well. Orin, yeah, what are you doing? Uh, but, 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 yeah, he's just gonna be like, she, she wouldn't do this. She wouldn't do this. Look, look, uh, look. We we together. Like she she's she's fine. She's fine. 
Yeah, I'm I'm not doing anything. I I think the person who attacked you, they, they were wearing librarian clothes, weren't they? Um, sort of the, the guard sort of was wiping his face. He's like, yeah, 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 librarians. Uh, see, I'm not wearing librarian's clothes. It wasn't me. It was the faceless footman. Um, make a persuasion check. Right, okay, I've charged my dice a slightly different way today, so let's Come see on, if charge it dice. Charge dice. <laughs> oh no. Divine the true roll. Seven? Oh. Yeah, no, they start like lifting you up, put your oh, hands boy. behind your back, um, and one of them is just like, we're gonna, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to wait for the arcanist to check. Uh, I, 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 yeah, it's possible, but we've we got to wait, we've got to wait. Of course, of course, I'm so sorry that you got attacked, it was terrible. Oh my god, poor Gwen. So outside, yeah, Enkidu, Juna, and uh, Gaius, what are you doing? You've seen, like, the crowd is starting to get really riled up, like, especially with the bells starting to ring as well. Um, there are a few people that are starting to run towards the exit. Uh, there are a few people that are just trying to hold other people back because uh, they, re- like, they realise that actually probably people shouldn't be escaping. What are the three of you doing? Um, Gaius, which way? Can we still see them? You would have seen her, him, they, running down out of the garrison. So by this point, they, are, they have escaped the the vicinity drow that way right okay um i'm gonna jump on the spot up and down real quick and cast expeditious retreat and just run in the direction that guy said like send a message if there's instructions see if i can like get a sprint on in the direction of the drow amazing amazing yeah do you know you're doing anything running as fast as i can <laughs> cool uh, and gaius um, I would equally run as fast as I can. Cool. So the three of you, yeah, you dart out, and there are a few guards trying to stop like the crush of people that are starting to like escape from this uh, from from the garrison. And Kidu, though, you just like sort of bob and dive like right the way through the crowd, right the way out. Uh, make a quick perception check. Charge dice. Here we go. <laughs> On the floor. I can't see where that went. Um, oh, um, sixteen. Sixteen. So looking down, sort of with the garrison sort of perched on a hill, looking down the street directly outside of the entrance. Whilst, yeah, there are a few people moving out and slightly obscuring your view, further down the street, you just catch sight of somebody in librarian's clothes uh, jumping, like, through the door of a shop. I've seen them hem through a shop down this way. Um, catch up if you can. Again, sprint off after them. Amazing. I'm going to be sprinting as well, but I'm going to be, like, trying to, like, assess, like, okay, I don't know this town very well, but if this is, like, a main thoroughfare, are there, like, going to be, like, side parallel streets or little alleyways that I can like intentionally try and like go to the back of the building you know like if there's an obvious alleyway that like yeah, is yeah. is perpendicular to, to the building itself i.e. like if Kenkidu's heading to the front door can I go to the side alley to see if there's a back way make a make a survival check for that it's sort of it's almost like yeah tracking the layout of a city yeah that makes any sense for a survival role <laughs> that's 13 <laughs> with yeah that's a plus 4 so that's gonna be 17 oh, oh yeah, yeah. I know my way around the streets, guys. Around the woods, I'm rubbish. <laughs> yeah, seeing um, Enkidu sort of heading toward a shop, you're like, right. Uh, literally, the next alleyway you turn down, you just like, without really thinking about it, you you, you rush down, swing a, a, a right, head down uh, another alleyway, which you can see has got loads of like refuse collection, essentially behind every shop, and loads of like rubbish right the way down it. And like sort of as you sort of like slow down a little bit to try and catch a glimpse of if there's movement in, in any of the shops. Uh, but you're pretty sure that you found the one that Enkidu was heading for. Juno, are you going to follow Gaius or Enkidu? Um, I'm just hardcore following Enkidu. Cool. In which case, uh, yeah, Enkidu, you dive on in. And the first thing that slightly worries you is that you are in a clothing shop. Oh, my <gasps> gosh. <laughs> there oh. are 
are robes. There's loads of nice shirts on display. There's loads of fabric uh, sort of just lying around ready to be made into new clothes. And there's four or five people just browsing through the little shelves of clothes. Are there, um, are there any small robes? <laughs> there's no, no small robes. No small robes. <laughs> ah, very good. <laughs> I wondered why you piped up then. <laughs> oh my god. How long were you waiting for us to pull on that thread? <laughs> oh, hello. So yeah, make, a, make another perception check for me, Enkidi. Five. Oh, Five. guys. It's hard to say. There's, there is a door towards the back of the shop that as you're sort of like l- looking toward, like you, you sort of try not to panic anyone that's in there. You, you move through, push that door open a little bit. And it looks almost like a little tailor's uh, den, right. like part changing area, part, part like for measuring and um, mm. a little workspace for a tailor. And there are three people in there. None of them would, nobody in the shop and nobody that you've seen in there looks drowned. Right. Okay. Um... Everyone's like fully clothed. No one's like rushing to put anything on or anything like that. Doesn't seem like it. Juno, you've probably made it into the shop as well at this point. Do I realise it's a clothing shop instantly? Yeah. I, as soon as I realise it's a clothing shop, I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts on the clothing Thank shop. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Yes. So there, in in the shop, as far as you can see, there is a human woman, blonde hair, just browsing through some of the. Is it Grace? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looks just like Grace. Oh. Um, yeah, she's looking of... for some like cabaret outfit. <laughs> yeah, she's just exactly looking at like the sparkly silks. Yeah, yeah just give me all the sequins. Uh, you carry on with your D and D world. I'm just having a lovely time browsing everyone. Yeah. <laughs> There are a pair of gentlemen, sort of ashy skin, both of them, little moustache with one, a little goatee on the other, who seem to be having a brief conversation with each other. You can't quite hear it. And there is uh, another woman with dark skin who is sort of stood at the counter, looking around as if she's waiting for for someone to to pay. Who would you like to detect? There's two gentlemen talking. There's Grace. And there's lady <laughs> waiting. And there's me in the back with, two, with three people. Yeah, and then Enkidu yeah. stood, yeah, basically at the door to the back room. And then there's three more pe- I don't know what's going on through there, though, do I? No. Cool, I'm going to start with Lady waiting to pay. Um, so she's, uh, she's just thinking, oh, this is a lovely dress. I'd love to buy this dress. This is a great dress. It would really go well with uh, my robes uh, at home. And I would very much like this dress. And also, <laughs> I don't know if they can see me. <laughs> oh well, nobody's paying. Ah, oh, I'll better come back later. Sort of turns around, quick glance toward Enkidu. Oh, <laughs> he's nope. I can get past him. Okay, and uh, starts walking toward the door. And she's like, okay. Oh, there's a small lady there. Okay, past her in the library. Uh, okay. Okay, I, 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 I can just do stuff while you're saying this, right? Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know whether I have to wait for this to be no. done or not. I don't know what to do. Can't interrupt the DM. Yeah. Polite actors really waiting it. for your scene partner's line to finish. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, I am going to... Oh, I'm just going to pull out the big guns. Juna produces a bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go up. Oh. <laughs> I, I was so excited about detect thoughts. Oh I, I, I can see the stress on Vicky's face. Oh my gosh, I've not seen it. I've never seen this expression on her face. What would Juna do first thing? What would Juna do? Juna, I think Juna would like walk up to her and 
like start a conversation <laughs> and like just hold her in that place because she knows other people are coming. So Juna is going to just sort of walk walk up to the woman like she's has no idea, like never seen her before, um, as if she's just being this chummy old lady. And it's like, oh, that's that looks nice. What's what, what's what's that made of? That robe there. Uh, sorry, what? And and as she says it, I'm I'm going to cast charm person because that's <laughs> nice. what Juna would do. Amazing, classic Juna. Yeah, charm offensive. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the save is, but I just rolled a sixteen. Oh, uh, yeah, they passed. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's a very nice robe. Oh, uh, thank you. I think they sell some more of them if you want to go ask. And she just keeps like edging round you. Oh, could you show me? Show me where where? Oh, uh... I've, I've got prior engagements, unfortunately. So if oh. uh, if we could just um... no, what, no. Um, but the thing is that my uh, my eyesight's not very good, and I find it a bit hard to sort of get around so it just would be really 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 helpful just to help out an old lady and just sort of show me show me where I can find such lovely material oh, and she well. sort of when she says material she's sort of like the material in the hope that <laughs> Enkidu will hear that Judah is there talking to this <laughs> do person. I hear that? Um, yeah Enkidu make a perception check because obviously you're like doing a quick scan of people in the other room Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh yeah, you do hear it then. So you turn around to see like Juna sort of getting in the way of this 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 poor woman who does sort of grab Juna by the shoulders and just sort of march her round and go, I'm very sorry. I, I do have prior engagements and just turns and walks out of the shop as well. I misty step out through the front door to cut them off. Amazing. Yeah, so looking out the front window, you just suddenly appear in the street. Um, and then, <laughs> there is there is a small like oh from people passing by. Right. And this this woman's like, oh, um, oh, excuse me, and sort of turns and walks back up toward the garrison. Yeah, I drop my weight, bring up the brass knuckles, and then go for a cross uppercut on this person's face. Make an attack roll. Uh, 16. 16, 16 hits. Um, I don't know what the damage die is for brass knuckles. Me neither. <laughs> uh, let me quickly check. And is it... Does it count as one attack? Uh, yeah, it'd be one punch. Yeah, cool. All right, cool. Oh, not, not bard's knuckles. Bard's knuckles. <laughs> That's what Guy has. <laughs> um, let's say it's a 1d6 plus your strength. Can it be, because it's my packed weapon this time, can it be my charisma instead? Oh, yes. Yes, it can. Uh, so that's five points of damage. Nice. Um, whereabouts do you hit her? In the jaw. Straight in the jaw. Amazing. Um, and when you do, there is an ever so slight shift, just like up the jawline, as you can see, like this ripple of like just colour change, like go across her face. <gasps> and she sort of looks down, like eyes you a little bit, and then like her whole face just shifts into yours. <laughs> And she sort of stands up a little bit straighter, um, and it looks like she's got her knuckles out as well. Ooh. Before she has a chance to do anything, I'm going to throw a chromatic orb at the back of her head. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Should we roll yeah. initiative? <laughs> yeah, roll initiative. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Are we all are we all rolling or just those two? Sorry, David. Gaius, you roll as well, yeah. I feel like me and Gwen are probably a little far away. <laughs> <laughs> You've got your own shit to deal with. 
It's all right. It's fine. I'm halfway through a glass of Prosecco, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> glass? I meant bottle. Oh, so you've got a cabaret outfit to pick out, Grace. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got two characters to worry about right now. <laughs> yeah. have, you, uh, have you rolled your stats for Grace? Oh, shit. Oh, I don't think she's got very many hit points. Does Grace need to roll initiative? Is she a bard? <laughs> Oh, 25 to 20. Definitely a bard. Definitely a bard. Uh, 20 to 15. 17. 18, sorry. They just pip you. Ah. Um, 15 to 10. 10. 10 for Gaius. And Inkidu, what'd you get? Six. Six. All right. Um, so it's their turn first. Do I get my chromatic orb in before or... No, we'll leave it for your turn. Like you're in the process of cool. casting it as yeah. like so she's just I'm, shifted. I'm getting my quarter staff involved. Great. Yeah. Cool. She is going to make two attacks. The first one in Kidu is to just grapple you. Okay. Uh, so can you make a strength check for me, please? Two attacks. She's level five. <laughs> Ooh, Nineteen. I'll be honest. I rolled a natural twenty. Oh my god. Oh, really? Really? Oh my god. Um, so the first one, she grabs you, mm-hmm. and like, as you're like, oh, I don't quite know, like, how, or like, why she's come this close. It's not necessary, it doesn't feel like she's trying to hurt you. And then a second attack, she, you realize what it is that she's doing. She pulls your arm out of the coat and puts her arm into it. Oh. <laughs> so essentially, both of you... She's taking my clothes off? Yeah. Okay. She's trying to steal your clothes. Right, okay, fine. She's an identity thief. <laughs> Change your passwords. <laughs> so, Juna, as you're... It's your turn. As you're charging up, mm-hmm. like, doing the incantation for your chromatic orb, yeah. if you still want to do that, um, you, moving out of the shop, see two Enkidus stood next to each other. Ooh. One in what Enkidus' in- normal clothes and an arm and a coat, and one in sort of more basic clothes, but their arm in another coat or the same coat <laughs> or the okay. same okay so is talking is talking an action or is that not my action no that's that's uh, that's a free action okay so I I just go Enkidu who is Ruana the witch of the woods and our very very dear friend and I chuck the chromatic orb at the other person <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what, she, what they say <laughs> they're like um yeah friends they're friends <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That Enkidu gets a chromatic orb. Oh my god! I've never thrown a chromatic orb before. It. It's an attack, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think a spell attack. Great, great, great. So that is twenty-one to hit. No, twenty something to hit. Twenty. Twenty lots. Twenty-two. Twenty lots. Twenty lots to hit. Lots. Not natural. Definitely over lots. twenty. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Do your damage. Sixteen damage. Sixteen damage. Yeah. And Kidu, really close uh, to you, but you, yeah. This, this, this colourful spray like barrages into this other Enkidu next to you and for a brief moment you're, you just you're like oh is it gonna hit me and then you're like oh is it gonna damage my coat <laughs> <laughs> Gaius uh, on the other side of the building you hear the sound of commotion coming from the street and then hear a beautiful sound of, of magic what are you doing um, I'm going to run as fast as I can either out uh, down the same corridor I was before corridor down the same alley I was before <laughs> yeah 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 uh, are, you, are you trying to make your way round to the other side of yeah, the building? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you do. You dart down. 
uh, move the full whack, and as you come round the corner, you come round behind the two Enkidus. And yeah, so what you can see is Juna blasting colourful light at two Enkidus, one arm in each end of the coat. <laughs> uh, I can see the ones wearing Enkidu's clothes, right? Ooh, make a perception check, because you're behind. Yeah. You can really only see his coat. Shit. Uh, now, if you've checked the character art recently, Chris, then you'll know what Enkidu's wearing on, <laughs> <laughs> on his legs. Um, yeah, that's a seven. Oh, oh, no. A seven. You can't quite tell from where you're stood. Right, I'll, I'll just be very quick and just shout Enkidu. Uh, Enkidu, what were the name of the woods that we met? The Lockhart Woods. Okay, and I will um, start singing directly at the other person. I'll just start singing. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. <laughs> I'm asking him to stay real still. And then I'm going to cast whole person on second level. 14. Oh, they saved just. <gasps> oh, heck. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, oh, dear. Really good at saving. No, oh, yeah. really, really good. Whatever role it is, that they have to do. <laughs> yeah, and he turns like sort of the other one turns around and sees you there again. It's like fuck. Um, oh no, wait. How, how would Daryl say it? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> from Birmingham, not from Yorkshire. <laughs> I still say it like that. <laughs> and I will, um, with my bonus action, I will um, from. Um, and no questions get, oh no I don't know the lyrics um, make them up you're a bard <laughs> oh god I am aren't I um, and you're not gonna change my friend's identity cause I know he's the best he's Enkidu and he's gonna kick you in the face yeah oh that's awful I'm gonna re- don't feel your greatest hits <laughs> recap I'll just be like um, Enkidu you're amazing just the way you are and I will give him bardic inspiration yeah. Yeah. Enkidu, it's your turn. Am I still grappled? No. I'll say, having having tried to wrestle your coat off of you, mm-hmm. uh, they've had to release you. Right. Okay. So yeah, you yeah you can you can move around and things, but currently you're kind of tied together with through the coat. Okay. Sure. I flex my two fingers up on one hand, point it towards them, and cast Hexblade Curse on them, and then I'm just gonna try to dip my shoulder again and come up in the uppercut <laughs> with the press level. Amazing. Uh, make your attack roll. Natural 20! Yeah. Yeah. Yes! yes. Plus, oh, I get, yeah, double the die plus my Hexblade Curse damage. That's 1d6. Two, so that's a four, plus my um, charisma, which is seven, plus my proficiency, which is nine points of damage. Oof. Very nice. Uh, another punch to the face? Yeah, uppercut right into the jaw. <laughs> and again, there's that same like ripple that like with as you connect with their jawline, this like ripple of colour, like right even this time it goes right the way through their hair as well. Ooh. And Enkidu's hair is normally like that nice like shock of white. Mm. This time it sort of like goes through like blonde and grey and like black suddenly and then green and it's back to white again. <laughs> it is their turn. They are going to try to wrestle the other arm of the coat off of you. Uh, doesn't do it oh wow <laughs> that was like that was a three uh, so in a like as they're sort of panicking they're seeing everyone around them they're gonna draw their blade hold it right up to Enkidu's throat mm. and just be like nobody move and just hold it there ready for, to see if there's a response from anyone else don't listen take them out they're outnumbered there's more of us than them get them I'll be fine okay everyone be cool what we're gonna do is this we're gonna just relax have a nice little lullaby 
And we're all gonna be okay Cause we're all gonna rest and sleep And I'll cast sleep <laughs> As you're casting your spell As they're like aware of what you're doing As you're starting to like sing Having sung at them twice already at this point uh, They're gonna switch their attack And throw the blade at you guys <gasps> Nice So uh, that is uh, a 19 to hit Bloody hell Yeah that hits uh, So you take Guy's very used to things being thrown at him when he sings. <laughs> <laughs> so you take four points of piercing damage as you sort of open your mouth to sing. This blade sort of like embeds itself in your shoulder. Uh, four points of piercing damage and uh, can you make a constitution saving throw, please? Uh, that's going to be an 18. Oh, okay. So you feel um, something poisonous start seeping in. You take eight points of poison damage, but whatever the effect is of this poison doesn't seem to take hold of you. For a brief moment, it feels like your shoulder like stiffens, but then it relaxes again. Okay. And they are then going to <laughs> remove their arm from the sleeve and take off running. Uh, Enkidu, if you want to make an opportunity attack, you can do. Absolutely. Uh, with Warcaster, I'll Eldritch Blast them, if that's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gaius, if you want to carry on singing, you can do as well. Yeah, I'm going to try my best to sleep. And... Mm-hmm. There's a 17 hit. Uh, 17 does hit, yeah. Charge my dice today, baby. <laughs> cool, not bad. Nine points of force damage. Nine points of force damage? Yeah. Gaius, are you casting? Yeah, if they right? have 27 hit points or less, then they go to sleep. Not quite. Oh, this person is so mm-hmm. shit. Very, very close. The, the spell's effect just falls, I'm afraid. Yeah, and you can yeah, you can see it like almost take effect. Yeah, and like there's a slight stumble, but they carry on running. Okay, so that's the end of their turn. Junior, it's your turn. Um, I have a question. Um, to get Rowana to um sort of run and sort of jump into their pocket, is that an action or a bonus action, or is that not something I can do? I think familiars take their own actions, mm. don't they? Okay. But they don't they don't do anything unless you instruct them. In combat, it rolls its own initiative and acts on its own turn. A familiar can't attack, but can take other actions as normal. We'll, we'll just say for ease that they, Ruana will always come after cool. you. Cool. Great, great, great. Okay, so then for my action, I am going to uh, run as fast as I can behind them without using that as my action and just mm-hmm. dash another chromatic orb at them. I think she's like quarter staff, angry old lady in hand, <laughs> just orbing the shit out of the end of the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. Orbing. Uh, <laughs> I orb, you orb. <laughs> Do not orb. Uh, nine to hit. Nine does not hit. No. Uh, yeah, you do smash a, a window in a, a nearby shop, but <laughs> sorry. Uh, cool. Then it, it'd be Ruana's yeah. after it too, if she wants to. Then the idea is Ruana's gonna um, sort of run, and the idea is to sort of hide about the person in as inconspicuously as possible. How fast can she's in a mouse form at the moment, isn't she? How far can a mouse run? Or even dash. So mouse is not on here. Try um, uh, rat. Rat stats. Oh, yeah, instead. rat stats, yeah. yeah. Rat stats. Rat stats. Oh, it's got a speed of 20 feet. Oh. <laughs> How far away is the person? <laughs> uh, suppose if you were carrying Rowana to begin with, you're closer. So they're within 20 feet, actually, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, she, the, Rowana's just going to run and just sort of hide herself about their person in case cool. we can't catch up with them. Make a, an acrobatics check for Ruana. For Ruana, okay. <laughs> to try and, like, latch onto. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is one of those maths problems you get in GCSE. Like, Juna runs <laughs> 50 feet. No, Juna runs 25 feet. <laughs> but she can multiply Juana her run 20. by using her bonus action to dash. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been a much more fun um, maths session. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
Xanathar's Guide for Maths. That would be a great textbook. Acrobatics is dexterity, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, ten. Ten. Um, so she, as you sort of run, like, Ruana then leaps out of your pocket and, like, scurries along the floor and leaps uh, and lands on the their boot. But then, like, with the next step of the faceless footman, like, she loses her grip and lands directly behind her instead. That's sad. It is uh, Gaius's turn. Is she, um, where, uh, sorry, she, he... Oh, difficult with pronouns with this person because we don't know. Um, but um, what form are they, uh, are, they at, are they at at the moment? I'll say they. They. Where are they? They currently look like Enkidu and they've uh, run like across the street, heading down toward another alleyway. How far They're away? Probably, probably about uh, within thirty feet of you, actually. I'd say. Okay, fine then. I'll just whip around the loot and play a riff, and then uh, I'll say, "Stop right now." Thank you very much. I need somebody to beat you up. And I cast whole person again. Third <laughs> <laughs> time lucky. Come on. That is a third. Yeah. Oh, does that mean they save or not? Oh, because that's my that's DC. DC. That means they save. They save. Oh my God! Oh, this person. We decided. Yeah. Slippery gift. Yeah. I am so angry right oh. now. I've thrown everything at this person but the kitchen sink. <laughs> Power of the spice. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's so I'm going to start doing what I've never thought I'd do. I'm going to start charging that dice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> gonna, I need everything. Now, I'll be honest, I was charging my dice before oh, we started playing. That's it then. So, the truth is Every out. little helps. He admitted it. I'm really sorry. And it's, I mean, that number's been getting lower with every yeah. roll. Nearer and nearer. In which case, um, Enkidu's nearest to that person, right? Yeah. I'll just uh, continue to inspire. Enkidu, have you used your inspiration yet? No, I have not. Okay, I'll switch to June and just be like, Go, 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 June, you know what they say. Come on now, June, you'll make it someday. Sha-la-la, June, you're doing fine. da 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 It's D4, right? D6. Yeah, D6. Great. Thank you. Uh, cool. Are you moving anyway, guys? I will sprint as fast as I can to that person. Uh, and then Kidu, then it's your turn. Um, they're, they're not that far away. They're like 20 feet away, aren't they? They're about 30 feet away from you, yeah. Okay. Um, they basically just run their full movement away. Fine. Um, Eldritch Blast. Oh my gosh. I'll take that body inspiration now. <laughs> so I rolled a three, which altogether is a seven. <laughs> I'm going to roll my body inspiration. And that bumps up to an 11. No, it misses, unfortunately. <sighs> you get the same shop window Juna did. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Poor shopkeeper inside. It's like, stop it. Oh, gosh. My windows. <laughs> well, I still have Expeditious Retreat, so I'm going to sprint around them and um, get in front of them to cut them off and hold my hands up to either side, like, as if I'm going to catch them. Amazing. Cool. In which case, uh, it's their turn. They are going to carry on running straight at you. Opportunity attack. Because uh, I'm right next yes. to them, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, I sprinted across the street and then he shot an Eldritch Blast at them and then they're going to sprint again. So I'm going to attack with my dagger, um, which is an eight. So that just misses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Cool. But at the very least, they had to like yeah, duck and dive a little bit. Yeah, so uh, they're going to dive towards you, Enkidu. Mm-hmm. But don't go at you they roll like I swear I just rolled another natural twist. oh my gosh what so they don't they're not going to attack you they're trying to dive like through your arms essentially like and they do they succeed they like dives forward like into like a little barrel roll 
just under your reach as you try to like stop oh them my gosh. Uh, into the street behind you uh, and then dashes upward uh, like jumping off of a, a barrel leaping to catch hold of a, uh, the, the, the roof tiles pulled themselves up onto the, 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 the roof of the nearest shop and like carries on a couple more steps just out of everybody's view oh my gosh you can hear their feet like starting to run across the tiles of the roof wow they weren't engaged with me they just ran past me didn't they? They ran past you. I mean, you're welcome to make a, an opportunity attack as they do go. Uh, but yeah, they like this is the little route they've taken. I think I'll just flip my fingers towards them and try to pop off and they'll just blast it as they slip past me. Do it, Enkidu. Do it. <sighs> Doesn't matter. Roll a four, so it's a seven. <laughs> Stop with my windows. <laughs> <laughs> Literally destroying the street. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. We hope you enjoyed episode three of No Small Questions as much as we did. This month, Chris and I will be taking your questions. So if you want to know a bit more about Gaius and Gwendolyn, or you want to ask us about our favourite No Small Roles moment, or perhaps you're curious about the terror that comes with a Baby David plot twist, whatever your question, you can send it to us via our social media. We are at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook by searching No Small Roles. Roles spelt R-O-L-L-S. If you would like to join us in the Zoom where it happens, you can sign up to our Patreon. Just go to patreon.com forward slash no small roles to subscribe and get your invite to join us on the 18th of February at 8pm GMT for the next instalment of No Small Questions. On our Patreon, we also have fabulous behind the scenes content, music, homebrew and more. So do check out our Patreon and help us to continue making this podcast the best we can. As always, if you want to support us in other ways, you can. With six months of podcast episodes under our belts, it's a great time to recommend us as a binge-worthy podcast to friends and family, even if they aren't into D&D. We know several of our lovely listeners have been inspired to start playing after listening to us, which is beyond fabulous. So if that's you, let us know. We'd love to hear about the games that have been inspired after listening to this podcast. As well as your personal recommendations, you can also leave us reviews on public places like Podchaser. We're rather delighted. We have made it onto Podchaser's 50 Podcasts to Discover list this month, so that sounds pretty fancy. So thank you for already discovering us and help more people discover us by reviewing us at Podchaser. Another place you can review us is on iTunes, just like Blakey JL has just done. A massive thank you to you, Blakey JL for your wonderful review we are so glad to have you listening and after this little breather it's time to get back in hot pursuit of the faceless footman it is Juno's turn. How far away are they now? Have they sort of darted away? Out of out of sight, um, and because they dashed, they're they're probably about. I mean, space-wise, actually, probably only about fifty feet, but you can't see them from where you are. I think in that case, uh, on no. I think why not? Well, no, definitely not. Because I think what Juno's going to do 
is she is going to cast Find Familiar and turn Rowana into an owl. Um, that takes an hour to cast. Oh, 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 sorry. Sorry. definitely not going to do that. Well, that was my one good idea. <laughs> Did I see where they went? Yeah, so they've like darted. They were heading toward a, a, an alleyway that Enkidu stood in the way. Mm-hmm. They've managed to get around Enkidu and then jump up onto a roof. Okay. Like they've run into the alleyway and then climbed upwards. Yeah, I'll run until I can see them. <laughs> can I see them? Make a perception check. Ten? <laughs> Ten. So you can't see them from the alleyway, and especially from your slightly lower perspective mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, but you can hear footsteps on, like, roof tiles above you. Okay, so this is another spell I've never used before. Phantasmal Force. Do I need to be able to, like, see someone, or can I cast it with disadvantage trying to guess where they are? You've got to be able to see them, unfortunately. Is there anything I can try and climb up? <laughs> um, so they've jumped off of like a, a barrel mm-hmm. and then jumped up onto the roof. Mm-hmm. It looks quite far for you to to jump. They're clearly trained in climbing up buildings quickly. <laughs> They're Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man McFace one. <laughs> yeah. In that case, I think I'm going to try and run alongside the building where they are on the top. I think that's sort of all I can do. Yeah, use, uh, use the rest of your action to like dash around yeah. the corner. And... Yeah, just get maximum movement. Absolutely. Yeah, like you're basically following the sound of the footsteps. Yeah. Cool. Then Rowana is going to do the same. Yeah, yeah. Sort of basically follow you. Yeah, like either catch up with Juna and be sort of in amongst her robes or as near to Juna as her movement will allow her to get. Yeah, absolutely. We'll say that, yeah, she's caught up to Juna and, like, jumped onto, scurried up her stick as she's wobbling along. Gaius, it's your turn. Gaius is going to cast Fairy Fire at Mm -hmm. this person who is skirting across the rooftops. Um, oh, where are they? Because my, my 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 distance is sixty feet within sixty feet, I presume. Mm. Make a very quick perception check, just to sort of like get a good view of them on top of the. Yeah, that's eighteen plus. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, you sort of rather than following them down the alley, you take a few steps back to get like a wider view of the roof, and you can just see them like jumping along. Okay, great. Any creature in the area when the spell is cast is also outlined in light. If it fails a dexterity saving throw, so they need to roll a dex save. Ooh, that's a six. Hooray! They're lit up with a bright yes. violet light. You actually send out fairies when you do this, don't you? Uh, yeah, I think I do. Actually, I think you have you have done in the past. Yeah, they sort of like just like like just like uh, like, like little almost, like you can't see that they're actual fairies. They're just little beads of light that just swirl from inside my loot and shoot out in a spiral towards them. Once they hit, then they just light up like a Christmas tree, almost like uh, sticking to them, like uh, yeah, like midges almost. And like there is a small again a small stumble as this spell collides with them uh, as they're like running ro- along the rooftop. Are you doing anything else? Just sprinting and see if I can just keep an eye on them, and maybe actually looking out as well for Gwen and Orin, uh, seeing where they are and hoping to direct them should they see us. There's no sign of them just yet, unfortunately. Enkidu, what are you doing? I saw where they went because I was the closest to them. Mm-hmm. I've got 60 feet uh, of movement on my bonus action, so I might just try and follow them as best as I can. Cool. Are you going to climb up? going to have to, yeah. Uh, make a, an acrobatics check. Oh, gosh. Uh, so I rolled a 10. My dex is plus 4, so it's 14. Uh, yeah, that's enough. Like, there's a, It takes you, a, 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 we'll say, 20 feet of movement sure. to, to climb up. But when you do get up onto the roof, you can see them being hit by like a little glowing mass of fairies. Great. Be of light suddenly dancing around them uh, but you do have clear sight of them at the other end of the uh, of the rooftop that you're on. Gonna have to blast them with an Eldritch Blast Classic. <laughs> oh gosh, I rolled a four again. Oh, I'll get advantage. Very fine. Yes, you do. I rolled another four. Oh! oh. 
Oh. My dice is broken. I think this person deserves to escape, uh, whatever they're doing. <laughs> the dice clearly want that to happen. <laughs> Three fours on two different dice. All right, I'm going to still, to me, how many feet did it take to me to get up here? About 20 feet, yeah. 20, so I've still got um, 40 feet of movement, so I'm going to yeah, yeah, yeah. catch up to them. Right up to them. Cool, cool, cool. And yeah, like as you're sort of blasting this, this Eldritch Blast, uh, as you run along, it just catches as they sort of dart around the edge of a chimney, and you just catch the chimney instead. Uh, it's their turn. They are going to quite deftly leap across uh, an alleyway onto the next rooftop, carry on running, and then turn around to look at you, Enkidu, and drop down. So they're like an alleyway over. Gaius, obviously, down on the street. You can still see this happening. And Juna, you can hear the, the footsteps uh, from the other side of the building as well. Mm-hmm. But they, again, have just dropped out of everybody's sight slightly. <sighs> mm, if I caught up to them, does that mean they're engaged with me? Yeah, so you can make another opportunity attack. Yeah. Nice, Daryl. It's it's Eldritch Blast, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's a six this time. <laughs> so that was um, that's an eleven. Eleven does not hit, unfortunately. Right. Uh, again, just as they've like jumped across to the next alleyway, like the the blast just skims under their feet. <sighs> Um, yeah, so, Junior, it's your turn. I'm going to run towards where I think they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you run down to the other end of the building. Make a quick perception check. Yeah. Ten again. They are still very little. Oh, do I get advantage? I'll say you do get advantage with that because they're oh, glowing. Yeah, thank you. you should have done. Did I, should I have gotten advantage on my opportunity? Uh, yeah, you should have done. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. I only rolled once. Yeah, roll that again. A three. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. What's wrong with your dice? Oh, and I just, I just rolled eleven with advantage and my bardic inspiration. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna also use my favourite of the gods. I don't want to lose this person. Come on. Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, you do see them. Good. Uh, again, pushing through another side door of a building, but you don't think that you can quite catch up to them, having like run down to this point. Cool. Okay. So I don't, I, I, I don't see them at all. I just see where they've gone. Exactly. Like you can see that they're like the the last of their like foot going through it, like a swinging cool. door. Then I can't do anything else. But Ruana can try and catch up with them. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. So yeah, Ruana again could probably like if she dashes, she can just get through the door. Mm-hmm. And I suppose you don't quite know what she sees just yet. So I'm gonna leave that there. <laughs> I am psychically connected with her. <laughs> <laughs> Gaius, um, out on the like the main thoroughfare. Yeah. I'm assuming you just carry on running down, following. Yeah, I'm running as fast as I can. With my full movement, can I get mm-hmm. to the door, into the door? Um, you could probably get to the door, um, I would say, like from the main street round down the alleyway. Um, and as you're doing that, you can see like Juna come around the other side and Ruana suddenly dart through the door as well. So you're you're secure that this is the exact direction you need to be going. Okay, I will use my action to like continue that run straight through not through the door, but like barging the door open with my shoulder. Absolutely. As you do so, you realise what you see. It's, it's the back room of a tavern. And whilst you don't see them, like there are barrels and there is uh, somebody stood there who's not glowing, who's looking at you with a big frown as a sort of a, a burly half-orc chap, sort of a, a curled moustache, slicked back hair, greenish skin with his apron. It's just like, oi, uh, I can't stop, can't stop right now, I gotta go, bye. And I will keep running through. As you'd have to push past him, he's going to try and grab you. Mm. Um, and he does, unfortunately. Oh. That's a 19. Oh my god. Um... <sighs> So he just steps into the way and he's like, oh, no, no, well, you can't be running into my tavern. What's going on? I can't talk. There's the murderer, the faceless murderer. He's actually around and he's really bright and bull and violet and he ran through here. No one's coming here. What? No one's come through here. What are you talking about? What? The uh, sh- shit. What? What? 
so we've literally just been in you inside here. Yeah, it's just me. <laughs> no one else is running. And now you suddenly, you're, you're running in and you're barging and you're... By this point, assumedly, Juno and Enkidu are catching up as well. Yeah. Yeah. Can I feel... Can I sense someone I've cursed? Because it doesn't say. You just say someone within 30 feet, I can curse I can curse them. Does it say that you know their location or anything? No. I just get their life force if I kill them. Or if they die. But, like, that implies some sort of bond. Hmm. Just kill this random person and then you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's, like, it's the Hex spell that, or, or, and Hunter's, Hunter's Mark. Mark as well. Hunter's Mark. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, you, so, yeah, you, no, you can't quite sense where they are, unfortunately. Damn it. Um, did Ruana see anything different? Or did Ruana just come into the room and see the half-orc guy? Make a perception check for Ruana. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining she's not going to have a lot to add to something that involves <laughs> intelligence as a mouse. Smells <laughs> <laughs> of cheese. Uh, oh, God. Nine. Oh, no. Nine. Unfortunately not. She would have seen uh, this guy stood in another corner moving towards the door, but not necessarily where the where the faceless footman has gone. Yeah, come on. Like, if you, if you want a drink, that's fine. But go around the front, would you? But, but like... I'm looking around as well. Is there no one in? Like, there's no, there's none of my like fairies like bobbing around somewhere. Not that you can see. No. Shit. Did they just teleport? Make a as you're looking around. Make a a perception or an investigation very quickly. So this guy is like hushing you out the room. Uh, can we be looking as well? Because we're all hunting this person. Yeah, yeah. All, all three of, of you can. Cool. Yeah. It's a fifteen. 16? Ooh, tw- dirty 20. Dirty 20. Um, so as this guy is sort of pushing you back through the door, you can just tell that there's, there's a shelf toward the back of the room that's just it's not quite lined up with the wall properly. Uh... No, come on. You're on out. All of you. Out, out you get. Screw this guy. I'm going to run around him and get to the shelf and try, no, try to shove it open. Uh, he tries grabbing you, but uh, doesn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ultimately, like, like he like, yeah, steps in the way, almost bouncer-like. But then, yeah, with the th- like trying to like control the three of you at once, mm. you get round him. Oh, no, 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 what are you doing? Look, buddy, I'm going to be honest with you. We are on a really important mission right now, and we need to get the guard because the murderer is around here somewhere, and he's got a different face on, and you can help us. So, and with that, I'm going to twist my finger, which the ring of suggestion is on. <gasps> I suggest yeah. what you do right now is go and get the guard, and tell them that people are breaking into your brewery and that there's a murderer potentially here. You go and do that quickly now, otherwise something might happen to your precious, precious brewery. He sort of looks at you for a moment. He goes, yeah, I should probably go get the guard, yeah. All right, excuse me. Um, and sort of pushes past you, walks out into the street. Help me with the bookcase. Yeah. <laughs> well, help where I can, Inky, dude. As, as the three of you, like, yeah, it's not actually, it's really easy to move. Oh, right, okay. Oh. It's sort of like, <laughs> as you sort of push it, you realize, because it's not quite been pushed back properly. Oh, right, okay. As you push it, the whole thing slides along the wall, oh. revealing steps, wooden steps down to another door. Oh, my gosh. We're going to go down those steps We instantly, have to right? go down these steps. Yep. The door is locked at the bottom. Um, thieves door. <laughs> as you sort of start tampering with it. Yeah. A small side panel, a wooden side panel, slides open. It goes, what do you want? There's a sort of, you can just see the eyes of somebody peering through this little gap. I'm going to just let Ruana go and have her just either climb under the door if she can, or if not, just very quickly in and just make sure there's someone inside. Uh, yeah, so Rana drops down and, like, yeah, scurries her way through the door. And Kidu and Gaius, like, you just see these 
little eye through through a little slit in the wall. The guy immediately like has a flashback to um, like his younger days and going mm. to various parties and things like that. So he just comes back to himself and goes, uh, "We were uh, looking for a good time, buddy, and uh, I know uh, I know uh, maybe like you could let us in and then we could like enjoy the party and maybe get a few drinks, have a good time. So uh, hey, what you say? Let a few uh, patrons come on in and waste their good earned gold and the enjoyments inside." gold that we earned from a successful trip from Berrien's Fields. Oh, yes. There's a, sorry, f- f- frowns. The eyes squint a little bit. We we also got this from Berrien's Field. Would you like to try some? And offers <gasps> him some frosting. <laughs> Just raw frosting. <laughs> raw frosting. <laughs> um, as, a, as, a, as a squint, it goes, that's not the kind of business we do here. Sorry if you've not been invited. You're gonna have to go. Look, we uh, we were trying to be a bit more discreet about this, and uh, we were a little bit uh, unsure which pub is uh, which tavern is to go to. But we had some uh, associates of ours, and he's trying to think back to when he saw uh, the hex characters when we first arrived into town. They were trying to tempt us into going to see us, like Jerick. I can't spell. <laughs> Grace has just typed into the Zoom group chat. <laughs> yep. A slightly inaccurate version of the name. <laughs> yeah, Jerik. He was like, hey, I'm a Hex member. Come on, check out like what we got going on over here. So, hey, we're a friend of Jerik's. Let's end. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the eyes squint and the little uh, slide just closes with a nice... And it's a, a short while before any response is had. Orin and Gwendolyn. Hey. <laughs> Gwendolyn, you've been lifted up whilst all of that is going on. <laughs> you've been lifted up off of the floor. And whilst they're not necessarily moving you round to, toward the, the prison and the cells and stuff, um, they do move you back into a smaller section of the library. Um, uh, and a couple of guards stand nearby. They're kind of ignoring you, Orin. Like they're they're happy for you to like stand nearby, but they're also like keeping you at a little bit of a distance. This is ridiculous. You're wasting time on me when you need to be chasing after the actual murderer. Yes, I uh, understand that. Uh, unfortunately, that's uh, one of the exact lines that they they used last time. So I'm sure it is. You're also about to execute somebody innocent. Well, I mean, if they've escaped, then. Surely there won't be an execution. So, Is there somebody that they still have locked up? Because they certainly aren't the right person if you do still have somebody locked up. Well, that's that's being investigated. Don't worry. We'll just wait here for the Arcanist to arrive. And once they've given the go-ahead, <sighs> then you can go. Well, you're just wasting time, really. It's appalling the way you run your guard... <laughs> I don't know. I was about to say something like guard ship or something. That's not a thing. Garrison? Garrison. Well, I like guard ship. I think that's a good word. Well, thank you for your opinions, uh, but this is this is the procedure that we're going with. Okay, so. <sighs> oh well, and let anybody who else who gets murdered be on your head. Well, hopefully the the rest of the guard ship, as you say, are <laughs> are dealing with that. Um, I'm assuming by now they've probably locked down the rest of the the garrison as well. So everybody in the vicinity will be checked. We just obviously have to make sure that you're checked first. Great. David, mm-hmm. while I'm not being looked at, yeah, is there anywhere secluded nearby, somewhere out of sight? Yeah, you can sort of like move through the shelves where nobody else is. Fabulous. So I'll find myself a quiet little bit of the library somewhere where no one's looking, if I may, um, and pull out my disguised self projector, <gasps> fire it up. And if I may transform myself into an older half-elf with glasses, big fluffy white beard, milk bottle <gasps> spectacles. Oh my god! <laughs> 
<laughs> nice, nice set of arcanist robes. Clothes as well. Hello. Absolutely, you can. Fabulous, thank you. And then after uh, some time has passed, uh, return. Uh, yeah, so the guards are continuing this sort of back and forth with Gwendolyn. <laughs> oh, she's just sighing a lot. <laughs> and then obviously when yeah, when you come around the corner, one of them sort of like nods towards you and gestures over <clears throat> uh, towards you, Warren. Um, yeah, very, very good. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> what? What is it? Uh, what? We just need to be sure that um, she's... She, somebody that looks like her, possibly her, attacked one of the fellow guards. They're being seen to, but we obviously have apprehended her. So if you could just check that we do have the wrong lady, and I'm sure we do, but better to be safe than sorry. Oh, yes, right. Awfully good. Fun spell, actually, this one. Uh, uh, detect thoughts. Um, yes, wonderful. Right, uh, let's give this a go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> waves his hands around his neck, Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn is, like, kind of torn between whether it is like he seems to be acting kind of strangely but then maybe this is just the person and she's still pissed off at him from getting into her mind last night so she's like quite abrasive with him right okay well let's let's try this again Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) he sort of doesn't quite feel the same as it did last time (laughs) (laughs) looks really concentrated for a moment try and resist <laughs> uh, ah, there we go. Yes. Ah. Oh, no, 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 no. You've got the wrong person. No, you silly sausages. Uh, wonderful. Thank you. Yes. Uh, well, no, uh, like, obviously, it's like you, you warned us last time, we should always just be. Uh, well, in which case, very sorry for apprehending you. Uh, thank you for for uh, your patience. Uh, and we're gonna. We're going to go and check everyone. You're free to go. Great. Well, can you go and find the actual murderer now, please? Yeah, yeah, that would be the thing. <laughs> Master Arcanist, uh, if you just want to follow us, um, we could check some other people as well. Um, <laughs> wonderful. You go ahead. I'll be with you in just one minute. Uh, I just need to... All right, do you wanna, uh, would you rather send them in here rather than in the cells? Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, all right uh yeah uh, we'll start sending them in all right uh, wonderful yes very good very good you go and get them uh, um and we'll wait here uh, we'll organize a queue yeah brilliant yes <laughs> and the two guards walk off around out of the out of the library Gwendolyn turns to the arcanist and kind of cocks her head like hmm? uh i've got no idea what i'm doing okay <laughs> i wondered if it might be you um we probably need to find out if they're going to execute somebody innocent or we can go and well, run and okay see if can... they're definitely going to murder someone innocent because the person that did it has run away so do we go after the person who's run away uh, or do we try and save the innocent person uh, oh man I don't know I guess we try and save the innocent people do we yes yeah okay so what we wait here uh, how long can you pretend to be this arcanist uh, I reckon I can keep this up for an hour or so okay well let's try and find out who the person is that they're about to execute and maybe say no they're totally innocent uh, maybe yeah okay 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 yeah uh, <clears throat> yeah yes uh, should I stay here should I uh, go yeah, somewhere uh, else? No, stay here, stay here, stay here. Um, okay, I'll stay here. Yes, um, uh, that's totally plausible. Uh, yeah. Um, well, and we met last night. That's that's you know I met you last night, and you seem like you might be a useful uh, aid. Uh, yes, your um your scholar isn't here. Yes, but what about when the Ar- real arcanist turns up? <laughs> oh, I <know> that. Um, 
we call, we say that he's then that he must be the, no no we can't say that he's the, <laughs> the faceless footman that doesn't work um, 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 um well he'll know who i am anyway because he can probably just go into our minds but then we really don't want him going in our minds anyway do we just run should we just run let's run <laughs> uh, but no but then the innocent people oh no not the innocent people <laughs> okay 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 stay here okay we, we're gonna we'll try this uh if we need to make a distraction we're gonna have to make some sort of distraction and get the hell out of here okay well let's tell them to bring the person that we want to see first is the person that they're about to execute yeah yeah, yeah. good idea good idea okay yes, yes. you can demand it yes you've got power yeah. because you've got a white beard yeah <laughs> stroke my white beard my hand just goes through it oh shit <laughs> Rich shouldn't touch that <laughs> don't stroke the beard don't, don't stroke okay, the beard I can't touch anything oh my gosh <laughs> tries to practice taking his glasses off Gwendolyn like grabs a book and like tries to look scholarly <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so where are you both headed? Um, we're going to stay here, aren't we? They're going to bring. They said they were going to bring. Or do we go after the guards to be like, yeah, they take us straight to the um the person we're going to execute. Okay, okay. Uh, is there, there's a window. There's windows with views of the square, aren't there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Can I run over to a window and see if I can see the actual arcanist anywhere outside? Make a make a quick perception check. Yeah. Because <laughs> if he's outside, <laughs> I don't want to go outside. <laughs> Ooh, not good, guys. Not good. Seven. Uh, no, you can't. You can't see an arcanist anywhere. Okay. Do I go and have a look? As well. You're He's definitely not to. out there, Quinn. I don't know why you're bothering. <laughs> there is a large amount of movement, obviously, with the crowd, and the guards seem to have set up a bit of a barrier at the uh, at the entrance of the courtyard, and they are letting... 14. 14? Uh, no, that he's not there as far as you see, know. See, I told you. I told you he's not out there. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you can see down at the at the, the the courtyard entrance, the guards are being really strict with people coming in and out. The the guard numbers in the courtyard seem to have doubled, if not more. You can see uh, the two that have just left you starting to like usher people into a queue to be checked. Do they look like they're going to bring people to the library, or they're expecting us to go? There, it looks like they're, they're starting to bring people to the library. Okay, okay, uh, okay. We stay here. Just just tell them with confidence that you want to go see the prisoner straight away and that's the person that you need to see first. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I got this. I got this. You have got this. I believe in you. Thanks. Um Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by and wait for someone to arrive. Yep. Um and yeah, after about sort of ten minutes of waiting, one of the uh the two original guards uh, does come back with uh, a young woman, sort of ashy grey skin, sort of a green tint to her hair, but it does it looks more like it's been dyed from a blonde. She, she, uh, the clothing she's wearing like clearly puts her in like the lower rung of society, but uh, she seems really nervous about the entire situation. And like sort of yeah, she she comes around to the little nook and is like, um, uh, you need to check me. Uh, yes, a- absolutely, that's right. Um, now, my dear, I'm just going to detect your thoughts and. Um, <laughs> if you've got uh, nothing to fear, you've got nothing to hide. Looks over Gwen. <laughs> yeah. Um, will you? How? How? how um, will you? Will you know everything in my head? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'd like to apologise then already. That's right. I've been in lots of heads, and I'm sure there's nothing in there that would shock uh, someone who's seen as much as me. Um, okay. Uh, I suppose it's for the for the best, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, hang on, Ben's checking something in a spell. Okay. In the hope that this works, Orin's going to play with his hair. <laughs> 
pull down his goggles, which no one will see because they're under the illusory self, and cast the goggles of magical detection, which I've just checked is a concentration spell, but disguise self is not a concentration spell. Mm. And attempt to see if there's any sort of magical aura from this person. He doesn't know if the faceless footman would cast one, but he's really hoping they might. Uh, yeah, no, there isn't uh, anything magical about them uh, or about the guard. Um, so he's going to spend uh, 30 seconds or so sort of looking concentrated and then go, Oh, goodness me, uh, you're right. Uh, uh, apology very much accepted. Um, but no, but no, no concerns here. Uh, you can let her go. Yes, absolutely. Yes, fluff. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, and the guard does start escorting her back. Within a minute, there is somebody else being walked up to you uh, by a different guard. Gwendolyn starts nudging Orin. <laughs> um... <laughs> Tell them we need to go straight to the prisoner. Yeah, well, yeah, this is all uh, very well and good, guards. Uh, which one of these is the prisoner who is about to be executed? Uh, time is pressing, of course. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, no, they've uh, they've gone. No, they were, they, the cell was empty. They're... What? Well, that's why, that's why we're having to check everyone. There wasn't... It wasn't... Why are you bringing all these people to... If they've gone, uh, we need to go after them immediately. Well, no, you said we had to check everybody but, here to make no, sure that they weren't hiding in the well, crowd. No, I can't check everyone, goodness me. Well, you did last time. Well, I know, but I, there's far more important things to be doing. If they've run away, I've got to go and find them. Don't worry, they've already started locking down the city walls, so they'll, 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 they won't be able to leave the town. Uh, Arcanist, I, be- I believe some people did go straight after uh, this faceless footman. Um, perhaps also if guards go that direction, we'll also be able to see if we can track them yes, down. Yes, excellent idea, um, uh, uh, Miss Rose. Again, I, I, I'm pretty sure the rest <laughs> of the town guard, are, uh, they're, they're going through uh, uh, patrolling and that, trying to find see see if anyone's seen anything strange. Well, the guard aren't going to be any good by themselves. They need an arcanist and whatever you are. Come on. Well, yes, yes, I'll follow you, arcanist, and I'll help you. Let's go. Quick, come on. I'm going quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Start. So the two of you heading out out of the library. Yeah. 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 And as you sort of make your way out into the courtyard, there is a long queue of people, probably like 150, (laughs) 200 people that have been lined up, (laughs) ready to be checked. And there's loads of grumbling loads of like panicked looks from people a few tears but you march straight the way over toward the entrance of the courtyard uh, and the guards just move out of your way no executions until we've uh, found the right person uh, yes sir yes sir <laughs> yes sir yes um, it's just about that point that there's um, somebody walks up to the guards uh, and it's just like um, excuse me we've got uh, down in my tavern uh, I've been told to come and get you because uh, apparently the faceless footman's running there uh, and these others were, were following and, and they, they said that they, they saw him run in and so I should uh, come and get you and as soon as they've finished saying that you can see a slight change on their face they're like no, not not my tavern. Sorry, not my tavern. Nah. Not mine. The uh, the the tabby cat. That's where I saw it. You should have a to the tabby cat. And like the, a few of the guards sort of nod, like thank the tap the guy on the arm, like thanks, and start running off down into the street. Gwendolyn grabs the person and says, "Where is your tavern?" Uh, sorry, what? As she intimidates him. <sighs> That's sixteen. Yes, Gwen. 16, yeah. And like, he clearly panics that he's surrounded by law enforcement and then seeing you being fairly aggressive towards him, he like holds your hand, pulls you to the side. He's like, all right, I don't know what's happened. Somebody messed with my head just then and now it's clearer. Who messed with your head? Oh, some guy in a mask. It's really weird. He told me to come up here and then I did it. Okay, well, show us the way. Where's your tavern? Well, I mean... what, I don't, I don't what, know you. What's from... your what's your name? What, what's your name? <laughs> That's what I sound like. Targus. Targus. Ah, very good. Um, yes, of course. We know you, Targus. We're going to help. Yes. 
to, to the wise man's nook, I think, Targus. Don't you? Yeah, all right, yeah. You're going to help get rid of the other three, are you? Because he was kicking up a, a, a stink. All right, then follow me. Come on. <laughs> uh, and he starts, yeah, like leading you down, down the main thorough, through a couple of side streets, round the back of, of a building, through a little door. Enkidu, Juna, and uh, Gaius, whilst you're waiting at the bottom of the stairs, uh, the, the little slide slides open again. Eyes peer out. Jerick says he didn't have any business with you today. Tell him we changed our minds. All right, go upstairs. Order yourself some drinks. It'll be up shortly. All right. Did anybody tell you that you have the most beautiful eyebrows? (laughs) (laughs) It has been mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, get yourselves a drink. Tell him Jarek's buying, and it'll be up shortly. All right. Okie dokie. The thing slides shut again. Um, can Rowana see anything on that side of the door? Oh, so yeah. Juno, if you want to, like, yeah, whilst you're waiting for a response. I mean, I, yeah. I, close, sort of, yeah, close your eyes and, like, see through. I'm going to say, boys, look after me. <laughs> <laughs> and then closes her eyes with not really any explanation. Yeah, so Rowana has made her way quite far into it. Uh, into this next room and essentially it's an entire other tavern underneath uh there's a whole other bar there are tables there's quite a few people chatting around loads of people in hushed tones chatting not a lot of lights down there candlelight right the way around and over in one corner a very glowing woman <laughs> um, who is having a hurried conversation with Jarek. Uh... Knew Jarek was a bad one. Yeah. Knew it. And he seems to be nodding and like, mm. and then there's a, a brief exchange of money. She passes him a, a small pouch of coins and he nods again, stands up, leads her off. How long does Fairy Fire last? A minute. A minute. Oh, okay, so she's probably stopped glowing by the time they, they leave. And yeah, they, they wander off into another back room. Is Ruana going to follow? A hundred percent, yes. As she sort of follows through this next door, uh, it almost opens out into like a warehouse size, like a, a cellar. And there are a couple of wagons lined up that are being loaded with carpets, of all things. And Jerick's sort of chatting away. Ruana isn't quite close enough to hear exactly what's said, but he's clearly pointing at a wagon sort of gesturing and this the, the faceless footman's nodding and then she steps over some of the carpets into the back of a wagon uh, sits down and then the carpets carry like there are a couple of hauliers like carrying on like filling up the thing with carpets uh, until she is hidden Ruan is going to go and jump on the wagon cool yeah and just sit on it for a bit yeah just because if the wagon goes <laughs> I think Rowana would be like, at least she can see what happens and come back even if she's gone far away. Absolutely. Cool. And whilst that's all happening, Gwendolyn and Orin, or sorry, Gwendolyn and Arcanists, thank you, <laughs> Clay and Eovet, suddenly return with Targus. And he's seeing the, the door, the, the, the shelf having been slid open, like rushes straight over to the three of you. It's like, oh, 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 no, uh, get out, come on. Out, out, out. You, 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 uh, Arcanist, uh, could you do something? Uh, well, um, yes. Uh, uh, well, it seems like maybe we should have a discussion before any rash course of action. Well, I mean, they just shouldn't be down here. They're not, uh, they're not. Well, well, actually, we have been invited. Uh, well, because there, there we, there, because yeah. actually we're, we're part of the carpet exchange. Yes. Yes. <laughs> ah. <laughs> And we're here, we're here, we, like we said, we've been invited by Jerick. I, I, I mean, I know he was saying all this upstairs malarkey, but really, we're here for the carpet exchange. And we thought we'd come to the, you know, the downstairs tavern, have a cheeky drink by candlelight, and then just sort of do our, do our carpet dealings. It's quite urgent because uh, one, of the, one of the wagons is leaving today. And it's very urgent that we go and check the carpets. Isn't that right? Yes. That is correct. Yes, it 
is. Well, I don't know who she is, but I think she sounds like she really knows what she's talking about. <laughs> don't you, Arcanist? Well, yeah, y- yes. 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 There is a very, like, panicked expression on this man's face as he is looking down at you talking about a carpet and then <laughs> over at the Arcanist <laughs> stood right next to him. And he goes, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. We don't do carpets here. These carpets, um, I... I th- Think I should probably have a little look at them, don't you think? No, yeah, no, 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 we don't have any, we don't have any carpets. Well, so if you've got nothing to fear, you've got nothing to hide, as I always say. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. No, but like uh, uh, that is that is private space down there, sir. Um, uh, there is private space. Well, um, you you can obviously uh, obviously you can understand who I am and why it's very important that I go down and. Well, you obviously understand the reasons why I would uh, need to inspect a carpet. Goodness me. All right, I'm going to be honest with you here, sir. Um, There are quite a few clientele down there that would be very panicked at your appearance, your sudden appearance. Um, And this is a place of business, as I'm sure the consortium understands. And we would prefer it if you didn't scare off people. You know what I'm saying, sir? Sir, You understand? I I don't know if necessarily you going in looking like that is going to be the best uh, for can i ask a question see. how convinced are we that this is the arcanist and how much do we realize it's our um, i suppose i suppose yeah exactly gwendolyn's turn i now. think gwendolyn has probably been trying to give them all like eyebrows to be cool. like to try and signal that something is not as it's yeah. yeah yeah if any of you want to make investigation or insight checks as well to see through the illusion and we're looking at gwendolyn the whole time like what the fuck is happening <laughs> 18. Lucky roll from me. Seven. Yeah, guy, guy will know then. The, the DC is 15 to see through it. <laughs> Ooh, that's a high DC. I think June has missed it. Yeah, <laughs> June has missed it. Well, well may, maybe then. Maybe you just let me get down and do my business. And maybe if Arcanist, you stay here and I just can get on with my job. That's all I want. I don't want to scare anyone. Who am I going to scare? Could I just please do my job? <laughs> Um, and your job with yes. the uh, with the carpets. <laughs> what exactly does that well, entail? I I, Sorry, I, I, I uh, can't you tell you. That? It's secret. Yeah, I just like. Well, the thing is, are you are you on the delivery end of things, or are you couriers? On... The couriers. Uh, okay. In which case, I can take you round to where you're needed. Will will I will I be able to check over the carpets? That's the main thing that I need to do. No, that is part of the contract, I believe. That's how that's how we get you out of the city. You don't know nothing. You just, you deliver. Is that right? Right. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Follow, follow me. I'll take you around to the, uh, to the, to the wagons. Oh, thank you very much. Sorry I was a bit abrupt, <laughs> but it's just, you know this, you know this business as well as we do. You know, it can, I uh, know, no, no, like, I can, can be tense. You've come in looking for someone and it's, uh, I mean, it's, mm. that's enough to panic everyone. They put, uh, put me through the shitter. I tell you, like, oof. Is he leading us into a trap? Or is he genuinely like r- thinking that we've done a 180? Oh my god! Yeah, because I think insight check. Yeah. Oh shit! I I would I too would like to do an insight check if that's okay. It's gonna be a ten. Mm. Eighteen. Eighteen. So yeah, Gaius, you're like you're not entirely sure. Like the doubt is there, but Juno, actually, you're you're you can see with the Arcanist stood right next to him that like the just trying to get everybody away from entering mm. this other tavern. Is like his Motive. prime, like cool. motivation. And is he suggesting that we all go and look at the carpets? Is that what he's suggesting, or he's just suggesting Juno goes and looks, and we 
stay here. Well, he sort of, yeah, he gestures for everyone to come up out of the stairwell. And he's like, yeah. And then once you all have, he slides the, the shelf, shelving unit back, make sure it's locked properly. And he's like, um, right. So I will take the, this lady here round to, to, for where she needs to go for delivery. Um, I don't know how the rest of you quite fit into this, but uh, sorry, sir, if you could wait. I'm her bodyguard. I mean, look yeah, at if her. If I could, if I could take my my friend here, I um, and she sort of she sort of cast message to the the guy who's taking her to say, I don't trust that arcanist either. So she sort of gets a little bit on side with him about that. Uh, and there is a very worried look of it like, <laughs> as, as your voice appears in his head. He's like, okay, okay, the two of you. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fine if it's the two of you. Um, and yeah, sir, if you want to go and wait in the uh, the, the bar, of, uh, they'll serve you whatever you want. Uh, okay, yes. Only for a few minutes, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, of course. Uh, so I, sh- I shan't be long, I shan't be long, sir. All right, uh, you two, follow. Uh, and he steps out back into the alley, Junior and Kidu following, moves right the way around the building, opens a, a fairly hefty trap door in, in the street. Bloody hell. Like a cellar door that actually, once he's opened it, you can see leads to a ramp that goes right the way down into this this larger cellar where there are three wagons lined up. Are they the same wagons that um, Ruana saw? Yeah. Cool. Um, and Jerick's actually stood sort of just overseeing stuff on the other side, looks over at the two of you quite suspiciously. Um, and Targus just sort of waves his hand and goes, uh, your, your delivery people are here, your, your drivers. Thank you very much. And Jerick just goes... They're not my drivers. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, we're up. The jig is up. <laughs> it's um. well actually up. Uh, and that's where we'll end the episode. Oh, shit! You have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin. Chris Watts as Gaius. Daryl Bailey as Enkidu. Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn. And Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.